Hello and welcome to the first episode of Spiritual Beings and Human Experiences. Now, I wanted this podcast to be really off the cuff, very raw, very real. So from go to the end, there'll be no editing. Um, I... I feel like I read a lot and I mean I love it I love reading I love absorbing a lot of opinions and information and I guess this podcast is just an accumulation of a lot of ideas a lot of thoughts but I kind of wanted to start off with my ideas and my thoughts in the here and now so it's a Friday we're in the end of March 2021 and I guess I hate the word spiritual journey because well I hate any of these mindfulness spiritual journey abundant like all these like buzzwords that you see over Instagram all these cliches because I do think a lot of words are thrown around and I guess I started this quote-unquote journey (laughs) um, a year ago or so now, yeah, it was, because this time last year I was just finishing my degree um, in marketing and I had discovered something called the astrological birth chart which I I, I kind of want to say yeah like I hadn't heard of the birth chart um prior to this and whenever I say oh do you know your birth chart I always get loads of confused looks and I mean I'm not really surprised because it's I feel like it's kind of knowledge that I mean we're all familiar with our star sign well it's actually the sun sign but we're all familiar with that and familiar with that, sorry. And I feel like I mean I don't I'm not surprised a lot of people are skeptical because a few sentences on your sun slash star sign for the month is not absolutely not a reflection of the energies that are circulating within your field it can give like, it's like an ingredient, it's like an ingredient to a full recipe, and so like, well, for, for example, imagine you have a Cancer sun, so Cancer is deeply empathetic, intuitive, emotional, but you have a predominantly Virgo chart, which is very analytical, very detail-orientated, very much in the physical. So when I say in the physical, it's it's in this 3D reality. Um, then obviously, like, you're not really going to resonate with those two sentences in a magazine. So I kind of just, like, started delving into my chart. And, I mean, I've always loved astrology, but it just made me fall in love with it even more because 
in my opinion, the astrological birth chart is the window into the soul. Um, and especially towards the end of university, I felt so incredibly lost in life. And I realised now that I wasn't really lost. And I wasn't really lost because I believe, well, I believe in soul contracts. And I believe that, um, I mean, right now, as a human, you don't really, you can't 100% be certain, like, this is going to happen once you leave your physical body but I have a very strong belief and intuition that basically our souls choose to incarnate on earth for a reason it is to heal past life karma and to evolve our soul now we choose the family we choose the place we choose the body but when we're born we forget all of this and I think part of the human experience is almost like a game to remember why you came here and when you remember it is so much easier to navigate it's easier to navigate your pain your emotions your purpose and when I looked at my birth chart everything just made so much sense, everything, I felt seen as a person, I felt clarity, Um, I think this is why a lot of people have midlife crisis, because, you know, when we are born, as as children, sorry, we are so easily influenced, and this influence creates our identity, and this is how, you know, the ego comes about and with this identity we create our belief systems and our values and a lot of the time they aren't ours and we're just as children we see things for face value and we don't really look beneath the surface so as we get older these values are harder and harder to shift and these wounds and patterns that just are not serving anybody are harder and harder to break so once you do understand or have a good idea of why your soul has come here it is so much easier to navigate being human Uh, I say easier it's not easy it's easier and um I also believe that um, the reason why we feel so much anger and frustration is because we feel so disconnected as to why we came here and, you know, we are told that do this and you'll be happy and get this and you'll be happy but I don't think it takes a very you know quote-unquote spiritual person to realize that these things are not making us happy in fact I read an incredible book called Lost Connections by Johanna Hari the other week 
that talks about these extrinsic and intrinsic values and it was a, a book with I mean, it's very psychology based it's not like quote-unquote we were spiritual it's it looks at loads of case studies and looks at different communities across the world so we come here and I truly believe that we are all as the name suggests spiritual beings having a human experience now I believe everybody is spiritual like I joke unless you've dropped dead on the floor there is some there's a spirit inside of you and it's trying to lead you to a higher purpose through symbols signs and the more that we ignore these intuitive nudges like I said, the more frustrated and angry we get and the more that we follow society's pursuits of what we think is going to make us happy, the more we feel lost because we're not listening to what we want to do, what lights our soul on fire and what makes us happy. And we are sent our triggers to help us evolve and kind of complete this soul contract Um, and this soul contract I believe can be understood through looking at the nodes and our traumas can be looked at the Chiron and Pluto in the chart but the chart is for another well it's on my Instagram because I just really wanted this to be an exploration of the the journey of weaving spirituality and the human experience and when I was about this time last year um I was learning um about all these ancient rituals and spiritual practices and I just remember thinking how do we not know about this like this stuff like I'm not even being dramatic is life-changing like the past year in terms of like the 3d ideal of being happy is arguably my worst in terms of um you know socializing and all that but in terms of my mental health I have never felt better, I have never felt so sane, I've never felt so much ease within myself, happiness within myself, like genuine happiness for myself and I believe that when we connect to our spirit and connect to spiritual practices we can navigate being human. Now I think um, being human is as beautiful as it is messy and I spoke about this on Instagram, my Instagram you're not really lost the other week, where was it the other day, where a society like it's so okay to feel happy emotions which obviously is okay because we want to be happy that's our happiness and love is a natural state for a human but when low vibrational energy or emotions come up like anger frustration we want to tap out we want to numb out 
I don't think as a society we are equipped to handle these tougher emotions like grief and loneliness. Um, We're not taught how to sit with them and work through them. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast today when spirituality, it's, it's, you're tested when your eyes are open, or not even spirituality, spiritual evolution within ourselves, I guess, kind of, well, basically as spiritual beings, (laughs) enlightened beings, I guess you could say, you're tested when your eyes are open, not when they're, not when they're closed, sorry. It's very easy to wake up first thing, meditate and feel good, but how good do you feel when someone's irritating you in, um, like a family member's annoying you or somebody's been aggy with you, like at checkout in the supermarket, um, you know, how, 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 di- you know, how easy is it to show compassion then? How easy is it to lean into our vulnerable side? And I always say, like, in my opinion, the hardest things to do in life are to have forgiveness and to have compassion. Like, oh yeah, I'm so I'm I forgive her. I'm I'm the like everyone's like, oh yeah, I I am. But you know, yeah, you may be compassionate to your friends and family, but how compassionate are you to that waiter who? is has been on his I mean I've, I've been there like I've been on my feet for hours and hours and hours and hours and then you get that one customer who's just straight up rude and yeah we've all been there we've all we've all had those jobs haven't we <laughs> you know how compassionate are you there how compassionate are you when things get tough and it's not easy to be compassionate it's sometimes just easy enough to just storm out of the room or easy to shout at somebody well I'm not a shouter I'm a walker I'm a star <laughs> I feel like you're either a shouter or a storm out the room <laughs> it's an argument so I'm the one that you know I just want to get me out get me out of the room um and yes I go back to this time last year um I noticed that there is a huge misconception of what uh, what spirituality is and how we perceive it. I think the reason why a lot of people are kind of put off by um, the whole spiritual realm is because it's got a pretty strong stigma and stereotypes attached to, um, just plug on my mini pod, sorry about that, um, yeah, there's like a pretty strong dissonance. I don't know. Like, there's this shop in Manchester, and like, let me just give you like this example. So, there's this shop in Manchester called Affleck. You've probably heard of it. It's quite famous, quite old. And at the top of Affleck, there is this amazing tarot lady called. I don't know what's her name. It's because I've not been to her in months. This is. If I think, oh, she's not that amazing if she can't remember her name. What is it? Maxine, that's it, Maxine. She is incredible. And like she's just as, as normal as, as normal can get. But when you go into a store like FX, again, this is no shame, no shade whatsoever. You know, 
you the way that the store is presented it just feeds into the stereotypes and stigmas of what spirituality is and you know two years ago if you were to say what was a spiritual person look like I think immediately what would have what would have clicked was um some hippy dippy taking acid on the weekend wearing the harem pants from the gap year in Thailand three years ago like no like we are all spiritual beings we are all spiritual it just spirituality for me is just I guess it's how much are you following your intuition and how loud is the volume turned up because a quote-unquote spiritual person I think there is a very strong channel between their intuition and how they carry out their day-to-day lives whereas somebody who's quote-unquote not so spiritual probably isn't listening to those nudges but the more that we listen to these nudges, so emotions, so those, that you, when, you're, when your gut clenches and tightens and when your head feels dizzy, it's, it's your spirit crying out to you and ordering you to listen to, that, to it. Or, you know, well, we all know what happens when we've gone against a, a gut feeling. So, yeah, there was like this, I've noticed that there was like this absolute massive dissonance and dissonance that's the word yeah it is a word isn't it (laughs) it's the word we're going with a word and so what I notice on social media is that a lot of the quote-unquote spiritual accounts you could say um they're either very much love and light and everything's wonderful and just meditate for 10 minutes a day and you'll be fan-fucking-tastic <laughs> that's not the case the more that I lean into spirituality and the more that I ex- explore my spiritual essence I realize that spirituality is having a consistent practice it takes work it takes dedication it's dark it's messy you're really going deep into the psyche you're really like looking at yourself and seeing yourself like for 22 years I wasn't seeing seeing myself and I wasn't honoring myself and I love the quote that you can only meet someone as deep as you've met yourself and I remember like for like like, especially throughout my adolescent adolescent sorry I craved these like deep intimate soulful relationships with men but I couldn't even look at myself I couldn't really, I didn't want to see myself, I didn't want to see my pain, it was easier just to tap out and numb out on alcohol and drugs and go to raves, and that's a whole other episode in itself that I want to talk about, but it's a lot easier to numb yourself through food, alcohol, sex, or you name this vice, even though I don't want to say a vice, because again, I've got my own opinion on that, but essentially not like nothing is bad it's only when we abuse something I personally believe um and it's all about the intention the action is never sinister it's always the energetic intention behind it so yeah going back on to the love and light <laughs> the love and light and I think for the average Joe blogs who's working the nine to five having someone be like 
just meditate and all your all your issues are going to be solved no no and it's naive for anybody it, it comes across as patronizing like oh yeah it's and I think something that you know the more that I delve into my spiritual practice the more that I do have to call myself out when you know I'm getting judgy because we we only resonate when we're ready to resonate and having compassion you can't I mean for example my brother I would there's so many books I want him to read and but he's not ready yet and that's okay and when he's ready because nobody likes a preacher I mean <laughs> I always feel a bit awkward when I say I'm kind of like mostly plant-based and veggie because people expect me to preach but honestly I have no judgment um so yeah so you have to like the love and light and then you have the people who are just who've been manifesting for years and they've got it down to a T for the average person who has just been introduced to the law of attraction well it's overwhelming it's mm, it's seems very out of reach out of touch and like I said you've got these people throwing words around wearing their flower, uh, flower crowns and you know it's no wonder that people don't resonate because I just don't really feel like there is the the baby steps the middle ground there's nobody I struggle to find people bringing spirituality down to earth there is this one guy called Saar I can't remember his like second his Instagram handle but if you just put in S-A-H on Instagram then it'll come up he is incredible but I also saw on these Instagrams like stars and galaxies and <laughs> rainbows and again it's I think that's also quite alienated uh, alienating and kind of makes people feel even more distant from these practices and I just feel like there is a massive need to bring these esoteric spiritual teachings and make them a current and b digestible and c relatable because I think the reason why um I called my Instagram you're not really lost is because I feel like people only really turn to spirituality when they feel like they've tried everything they've hit absolute rock bottom and there's nowhere else to look but I don't believe that we should ever get in that state before we introduce these practices and um yeah I just I think it's also humanizing and yeah I don't think that's even a word either I feel like I'm just making up words today I think it's very powerful to share our truth and get real about our struggles but a lot of the time we're all too scared to lean in or be the first one to lean in I've just finished a book which um talks about how vulnerability can only come about when one person is brave enough to lean in and it is brave like vulnerability like I said is one of the hardest things that we can do as being human but I'm really I'm really passionate about sharing my experiences 
because, you know, I feel like I am quite an open book and I feel like I can, I hope that for me sharing my (laughs) spiritual journey and how I navigate this human experience, I can offer a bit of sanity to somebody who is struggling to navigate this experience because being human is difficult and I've heard it multiple times on Instagram from those leading that it's tough and instead of like suppressing these triggers and these the wounds that come up or are exposed when we feel triggered it's it's how can we be more relatable and how can we help one another and yeah like I said we're all spiritual beings and yeah I I guess that's kind of the essence of this this episode and I know when I finish I'm gonna be like oh I wish I said that I wish I said that I wish I said that because there is so much to talk about um but I'm just really committed to allowing in my life emotions to come up and allowing myself to face the shadow and work through them because a lot of the problems that we are facing as individuals well our soul um our soul chose them um which is really weird to hear especially if you can like just on your spiritual journey and understanding soul contracts like it's it takes bravery to face them and it takes courage so I applaud you if you're trying with me because I know it's a lot easier just to put on Netflix and tap out because I've done that a lot in my life. I've tapped out but the problem or the patterns will only persist and I also feel committed to living a life that I feel free, content and fulfilled and I feel like so many people deny themselves of this they think that I don't know what I don't know how we've got to a place in society where that is seen as like a privilege or it it's it's our birthright you know as in in our essence as spiritual beings we we are love we are compassionate we are kind and through social conditioning from children we are imprinted with all these beliefs that aren't even ours they're just carried on generation generation users used to like suppress us and prevent us from living our lives to the fullest and I really really hope that this podcast can inspire you to analyze your beliefs where do they come from why why do they why are certain patterns reoccurring and 
I always, throughout this podcast, I will definitely refer to the astrological birth chart quite a lot because, honestly, hand on heart, the breadcrumbs, the clues, the hints to leading a, or to living, sorry, a deeply fulfilling and nourishing life is all found in the chart. So, yeah, I look forward to sharing more and I would I really want to get people on this podcast like my friends because I have some friends and my mum especially I say they're the most what's let me get to the right way around the most non-spiritual spiritual people so they're also intuitive and 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 wise uh, and you know my mum she has the craziest dreams one where she's like astral projecting and time traveling but she thinks that everyone can do this or it's normal but some of my friends you know they don't meditate they they don't sit and do journaling they just navigate their human experience in the way that they feel is best and those are the people that actually interest me the most it's not the people who are screaming their morning routine from the mouth top uh, mountain top sorry or 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 sharing their top five manifestation hacks it's the people who are very in tune with their inner knowing but aren't just like I said shouting it from the rooftops so yeah uh, I will see you in the next episode um with so much love and yeah see you next week bye or not every next week when it ha- i don't know when the next one happens it will happen hopefully weekly but life just gets in the way and that is part of the human experience right bye